amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or right. Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down. It has been long overdue to expose the truth that the Democrats and Republicans are sucking the life out of America's liberty and usurping our rights at every turn. Now is the time to seize our civil liberties and take back our individual rights. Here on Southern Liberty, we will expose it all. With his musket on his back, the Declaration of Independence in one hand, and the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Roderick Threats. Happy Sunday, everybody. Hope you're enjoying your weekend that I welcomed you to on Friday. I know it's coming to a dismal end. I know there's only a couple more hours left in the weekend. But it's okay, though. It's okay, though. Because, you know, all good things got to come to an end. But yet we look forward to it um, in another six days. So, you know, we're just going to sit here and have a conversation. Always do. Y'all welcome to um, Chasing Life, Liberty, and Monarchy. Where we have conversations with ordinary folks like me and you about government and different aspects of government, especially the social aspects of government. I think that's pretty appropriate um, because government is the cause of 90% of our societal ails, you know. So, you know, we, we if we were to get to a minarchist kind of state, one of the biggest things we have to do is get the, the government monkey off of our back when it comes to our societal issues and not allow these people to dictate to us how we're supposed to act as human beings. We're supposed to dictate that amongst ourselves within our cultures and ethnic groups in this country because this country is a beautiful country. There's too many different ethnic groups that have things to contribute. But when when, when government does certain things like affirmative action or um they, they cater certain policies towards certain people. They disenfranchise other people, right? And we don't get the best of all the ethnic groups that are in our country, right? All because of government policy. And one of the biggest ones, one of the biggest ones um, is their hand in marriage. Their hand in marriage has is in many ways is one of the biggest disruptors of the uh, the the nuclear family as as it is the Western prescribed nuclear family, because government wants to make a profit off of every everybody any every which way they can and get by with it and make you think that you signed up for that. With that being said, 
y'all know my next guest. She really, she really doesn't need an introduction because she's the bomb by herself. But I got to introduce her anyway because you know y- y'all know how I do. You know I get into this a little bit. I get into it real hard, you know. Um, but y'all have heard her on Southern Liberty before. Um, you've heard her when we used to have the the, the Black Roundtable on Sundays. Um, but y'all y'all know her as Miss Pinky, Miss Nicole Pinkston. She's kind of branched down and kind of started doing her thing on societal issues, especially when it comes to marriage and family. And she's she's really making a very big, huge impact um, with the the people she corresponds with. Um, and there's no particular demographic she res- she caters to. She you know she talks to everybody. So everybody out here is saying, oh, she only talks to black people. And this time that's not that's not necessarily true. That's not from what I have seen, because this issue of marriage affects everybody equally across the board because the government has their hand in it and to what degrees and what breaks and things like that. But we're not, we're not going to spoil the conversation. Um, so I'm just, I'm just going to pull back and introduce my guest, Miss Nicole Pinkston. Good evening, ma'am. How you doing? I am blessed. Thank you for having me. Oh, always Miss Nicole, just real quick for the people that I've never actually heard you go ahead and give them a rundown of who you are and where you at and where you trying to get to. My name is Nicole Pinkston. Most people call me Mrs. Pinky. I am a Christian wife and mother and CEO of Iconic Media. I also have my own podcast, Mrs. Pinky Thoughts, on audio and YouTube. I hail from Georgia. I'm originally from Baltimore, Maryland. I'm a combat veteran two times in Iraq. And I'm just trying to help reshape the conversation around marriage and help those who are ready to do the thing to do it iconically. So this this iconic media, what's what's the what's the idea behind behind this iconic media? What's good with that? Tell us tell us about that a little bit. How that come into fruition and all that stuff. So um, I was actually working with you guys over at Conscious Conservative Media doing the political thing. And I was feeling like I needed to niche down and do something more specific and more localized. So I said, well, coach does the single woman thing and I'm a married woman. So why don't I tackle the relationship sphere? It's very toxic. And I don't see a lot of pushback because a lot of people just, you know, mind their business and do their own thing. And, you know, your family is the first government, the first idea of any kind of um, authoritarian situation. So I was like, all right, I'm going to get into this marriage and relationship space. And so as I was talking with coach, we developed, um, Iconic, which is my business. And I added the media part because there's lots of podcasts, um, YouTube content, Facebooks and all these other different social medias that go one way when it comes to relationships and describing marriage. So I said, no, I'm making a media conglomerate where I'm going to have ebooks, newsletters, my podcasts, audio, all of this under one roof to actually empower men and women to build successful social empires. And that's where we're trying to go over the next 25 years. This isn't something, you know, we just helping people get married and that's it. This is something we want to actually push people to their next generation and to start this new um, thing with their families where they break in these generational curses and start in a new from there. That, that's a, that, that that's a, that's exactly right and and you know the the thing is when when they and, and we go back go back in historical context a second when we're talking about marriage right and, and and we talk about 
county government started issuing licenses based on you know on, on on i mean i'll call it people call it racism i call it xenophobia because that's in essence to the court that is what it is xenophobia right they didn't want you know people of brown skin mixing with lighter skin people right that's why they had the marriage license so they could do a blood test they could legally do a blood test because according to jacobson versus massachusetts you're already under under some sort of ward of the state so they can say you got to have a license to get married but we need to make sure you didn't marry someone of negro blood right so that's how the marriage license comes into play right now once they started using that marriage, the, the marriage license to keep people separated, there's another right, another undercurrent that was happening during that time, right? And we got the, the the Loving versus Virginia decision, right? We got the Loving decision that came out of that that said, no, you can't bar interracial marriages. That's unconstitutional based on the Fourteenth Amendment. Um, but then we get to LBJ just shortly after Loving, right? Shortly after loving, we the LBJ, the Great Society Plan, right, and that in itself turned around and said, "Okay, quote unquote, black woman going to crayon box, y'all." Well, we have to for a second. Um, black woman, if you don't have a man in the home, we will incentivize that to keep it raw. Am I right, Miss Pinky? Exactly right. Right, and that. Mm-hmm. And that is how we end up getting the situations that we have now where I'm needed to do what I'm doing. <laughs> well, well, well look, I'm, I want to add on to that, too, though. Right. Because what has happened once they perfected that, then what did they do? Then you got you got this whole affirmative action bit. Right. Which had its minor benefit in the beginning under the guise of helping people of brown skin. But in the end, who did it, who did it end up helping the single white female? Right now, you've broken up another ethnic group's family based on affirmative action and the Great Society Plan. So now you have black folk and white folk alike suffering the same affliction of the government due to a started off with a marriage license. That should that that's that 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 should open a lot of people's eyes to see what they've done. They've turned on put it put it in motion in one ethnic group and then unleashed it full fledged on another ethnic group. And now this whole thing with the, cause you know, the big topic today, right on Twitter was the whole, uh, uh, single motherhood rate or the non-marital, um, childhood rate, right. Was been a big conversation all day today. And I'm sitting here like we, we're not counting for a whole lot of different factors in this. Miss Pinky. No, we're actually not. And actually, the numbers that people are talking about, whether you agree or disagree with, you know, people's interpersonal relationships, the numbers are actually getting better with marriage across the board, across all demographics, um, including uh, black America. But people want to spout the old talking points so they can point to symptoms and problems and not actually offer any solutions. Correct. And so that that's, that, that, that's exactly correct. Go ahead. Oh, so like I was saying, um, a lot of the statistics come out of the 80s and, you know, we can talk about whichever way you want to go of what happened around the 80s and who started no fault divorce and who also started the welfare queen statistics and things like that. We can talk about the war on drugs, whichever way you want to dice it up. But when they start to talk about the single motherhood, they want to use that as a symptom of certain communities that they don't even want to do any work in. 
you know, as we were part of CCM, we wanted to tell people to start doing work in those areas. And then, you know, it's kind of falling on deaf ear. So that's why I had to shift a little bit with my energy to get to the actual people and help the couples. And then when I help the couples and the women know their worth and the men know what they're looking for, then maybe we can stop it from that angle. But they don't talk about it across demographics with the rise of single white motherhoods. They like to specifically point out what's going on with black people that they are not even really interested in. (laughs) That's right. I mean, I mean, I I, I mean, look, we we all we all know we have this this common enemy called the government. And and as long as they're they're sanctioning what is ceremonial law that comes from God, um, there's there. there, You know what I mean? We we, me me and Miss Kel talked about this on Friday. We're talking about state atheism. Right. And. Mm -hmm how they're replacing what would be God or Allah or Elohim, right? And they're replacing that or Yahweh replacing that with government, right? So this is why we have these disparities. Like we got just as many trailer parks as we do ghettos, right? I mean, and by definition, right? By definition, they're both ghettos. What what I'm saying is trailer parks, we got just as many or as not more trailer parks than we do ghettos, Right. Why? Because of the whole government disparity. And it all surrounds itself around ultimately the welfare system and how that's rigged. They keep you either impoverished. Right. Or if you if you or if you happen to find a guy. Right. And he's doing well where well, you lose everything and then you both end up struggling because if he's not making 70, 80 grand a year, he's not going to be able to support a woman and two children or a woman and one child. Let's just say one child, right? He's not going to be equipped if, with a job making 30 to 40 grand a year to, to, to allow the woman to stay home and raise a child, right? Unless you're really, really scraping, you're right back in the trailer park in worse conditions. And that's how they rig the system. You get that piece of paper. Well, guess what? You lose your benefits, but we also, right? It's almost like they put a lien against you because when you get married, you get that paper. It's almost like a penalty to get married. What do you think, Miss Pinkett? Oh, yeah, I think it's all um, I pointed out to depopulation. You can see with the push for um, abortion, you can see with the push for um, all these different isms, like everybody was arguing about the new marriage act that came to solidify gay marriage. And I was thinking the government don't need to solidify anything. I I was telling people that we need the government out of the business of marriage. Right. But, you know, that's more anarchy kind of talk. And that well, well, that's, not, that, 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 that's <laughs> not that's not anarchy. That is that is what a minarchy is, because government. Right. It, at least. Our form of government and the way our contract, a.k.a. the Constitution, is written, it's written for the people to govern the government, not the other way around. Nothing in that Constitution says they get to govern societal affairs. Mm. But obviously, right, when they do, what happens? They cause disparities that shouldn't even be there. Or they have to create a disparity to cover up a shortfall somewhere else. And this is this is what they do. This is exactly how they do. And they come in and, and they did. I mean, granted, we've seen. For the last little bit, their marriage rates going up. Right. The marriage rates going up, but. The divorce rate is also skyrocketing. 
mm-hmm. at the same time. What do you, why mm-hmm. do you think that is? It's literally because of the no fault divorce. It's really because getting a divorce is, is so easy. Getting married, you know, we don't we talked about the licensing situation, but the, the no fault divorces. And I know why people did it. I know they, you know, women wanted the power to be able to get out of these. Like some people were shotgun wedding and some people were forced with arranged marriages and just, you know, sometimes marriage doesn't work, work out. But now um, in 2010, New York became the last state that legalized no fault divorce. And, you know, everybody knows it started in um, California under Reagan as governor. So that um, because people aren't taking marriage vows as seriously anymore, you're getting all the benefits of being someone's husband and wife without none of the you know, seriousness behind it anymore. So that's why people are just on their second, third, fourth, fifth relationship. Yeah, you know what though, and, and I've all and I've always thought this, but I can never, I can, I can actually find the data to put it together. But for me, right, it's it's this is a deductive reasoning moment for me, right? As soon as states phased out common law marriages, mm. right. Divorce the, the 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 divorce rate obviously went up because now you're having to legalize these people in some shape or form, right? Now there's a few states that still have common law that mm-hmm. if you go to another state and live, you're still common law married because that state has to recognize that. But you can't live in a state, let's say like Florida, and be common law married, right? And they got rid of the common law marriage because it was no benefit to the to the judiciary or the actual government itself because of the taxation purposes. Mm. I mean that that's just a, that's just a deductive reasoning argument I've had with myself over this. Like, why would they, you know, why why would they disenfranchise people that don't want to go and get a piece of paper, right? And 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 I'm speaking more of my religious family, right? And I'm speaking mm-hmm. for for you know for for my Muslims, my Jewish folks, my Christians, right? Um, they understand that marriage is a religious ceremony. You're joined in holy matrimony, not government matrimony, right? But they don't want to go down and get that piece of paper, right? They don't want to. What what why do I gotta get a piece of paper to affirm my love to my wife that God or Allah or Ilhim has sent to me? Right? Why do I got to put that on paper? I, but go ahead, go I ahead, go ahead. I don't know. That's why people say. I mean, I'm also a business major and running a business, and I'm thinking you can get contracts under contract law if the if the argument is about assets or heritage, so you can pass down assets. We do that all the time with incorporation. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, 
working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. And things mm-hmm. like that. So I, I don't buy that excuse that we need our marriage certificate. That's kind of right. why I was able to get my own. I mean, if I want to be you know, honest here, me and my husband didn't do everything the Christian way, quote unquote. And we were technically living and doing everything like a married couple. So I was like, why not? You know, why are we not married? And that's right. how I got my official marriage license. You you see what I'm saying? Right. So, right. but that's why I always was like, you know, under God's eyes. That's why a lot of people say, well, I never had a husband. Mm, the Lord, I don't know. But <laughs> the right. Lord was looking at you a little sideways with it. <laughs> so. <laughs> right. And, and that's any of them, right? I mean, and and mm-hmm. that's really, if we look at the principle of marriage under any type of religion, whether it's Christian, Muslim, Jewish, Hebrew, um, uh, 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 Judaism, paganism, right? They all preach the same principle of marriage, right? In, 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 in its basic form. Now, there's obviously there's tenant, the tenants are different, right? For the most part, but they still say, hey, I, you know, I can only anoint you to be married. That's what they all say, even down to Buddha, even to Tao, right? That, that that that's that's uniform. That's across the board, right? We don't we don't see countries like let's say uh, a country like Cambodia that is heavy Buddhist, right? You don't see them running around marriage licenses, do they? I mean, look, let's go to Africa. Only the Westernized nations have marriage licenses, like Liberia, Sierra Leone, Cote d'Ivoire, right? But you go to Sudan. Right. You go to Congo, Zimbabwe. Right. Namibia, Angola, they ain't got marriage licenses. Right. Because they go back to either their tribal. um, Upbringing or rituals or customs. Right. Or they do it before the eyes of God. Or of their God. And look, how many problems do these countries have besides being besides being uh, uh, demicided, right, by 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 some uh, bands of rebels like the Fulani, right, uh, that are, that are demiciding Christians, right, for their beliefs? What other problems do they really have in these nations that don't have marriage licenses? Their families stay together, right? I'm just saying, just just so, so people some for some some uh something for people to think about a second. What's your thoughts, Miss Pinky? Well, everything is about the progressivism. It's about the big government needing to mind our damn business and what we got going on. And a lot of the times, people want to say we need two parent households. We need this. We need that. And they keep forgetting that that government is in the way. And until we move that boot off of certain communities in the nation, 
no matter how much like I talk about the benefits of marriage, no matter how much we go out there and tell people that they can have a successful marriage, government is always in the way. Like even if you're trying to grow your wealth, there's going to be taxes to come in there, regulations and rules to make it difficult. Even when you're trying to live and you might not even vote or care about any of this stuff, but you are going to be subject to what the government is trying to do. I can do the social thing all day, but like, I've been doubling this in my mind, trying to uncouple the two. And I'm going to actually speak on this in my own show about trying to talk about just the social issue and leave politics out of it. But you can't. No, you can't, because the the, the politics part of it is what drives it and, it, and it and it what really drives people away. Right. The the majority of people now get married. And, and I, I saw something on it the other day. People are getting married later in life for the security aspect of it. And when I mean later in life, I'm meaning after 35 because of the security aspect, right, of having someone to hold down your estate if something happens to happen, if something happens to you, right? Yes, that's I was, absolutely true. Mm-hmm. That's I, I, what the data shows. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm sitting here, I read that, I was like, what? And I had to think about that a minute. I'm like, you're right. Cause I got, I got, I got friends, right. That got married in their sixties, their second marriage in the sixties, first marriage. Um, uh, I, I have a friend, her name's Angela. She, she lives out in New Mexico. She just got married last week, 64 years old, first marriage, but she's been with the guy since they were 20. But because of the way the government, right. And the estate tax and all that stuff. She didn't want her stuff just to go to the freaking wayside, right? And let the government claim it, right? Because she wasn't married. So she wanted to leave it with, with, with the guy she had built with. And she got married at 64 years old. I mean, and that's and that's the thing, like because people don't understand how much government is intertwined in this stuff, they end up starting to beg government for more government. And what I mean is I'm not really into the LGBTQ aspect of marriage. But one of the reasons why they were fighting for marriage is to be able to spend their last days with their loved ones, to be able to share their um, love with them, to be able to see them if they were dying in the medical, to be able to share benefits. None of them could get it because gay marriage was illegal. And they had to actually ask the government, hey, can we get married so we can have these benefits? And I think that was always the wrong question. We should have been always wondering why can't somebody just see somebody else in the hospital or why can't somebody else give their essence to like their brother, sister, cousin, whomever they want to, you know, do this to. So they actually had to go fight for rights that they shouldn't have had to fight for to begin with. Even if that's not a setup that I personally approve of, that's not my business and it shouldn't be the government's either. Right. That's exactly what I've always said. Right. And even still, right. Even when we're, when we're talking about the, the, the gay couples getting married, Mm -hmm. It's still civil unions. They don't actually recognize it as a marriage. They mm-hmm. recognize it as a civil union. What does that tell you? Right? Right from default, right? They that is telling you that marriage in their eyes is also a civil union. So now let's break that down. Civil meaning societal, right? And and it's and it's in 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 a unabridged form, right? It's a societal ritual. It's a quote unquote with religion, right? Religion is a societal cultural aspect. They're just again, like we said, and I know we're beating a dead horse, right? 
government is capitalizing on that aspect of religion and societal norms, right? So this is why they keep people ignorant, right, on probate and contract law, right? Because really, in essence, if you, if, if you put your assets in a trust and you make your partner beneficiary, you're really doing the same thing a marriage license is doing. Yeah, that's why I was confused about us having to go to Congress and get these marriages solidified. It's not between us and the government or whether or not we love one another and want to spend the rest of our lives with each other. But what government is doing is making it difficult for us to do the things that we want to build with our own individual families. Like I was talking about um, building wealth and things like that. And that is why people will say, well, I'm voting for this side because they support this type of marriage and they're asking the wrong questions. And that side is the one that's actually growing government that's in your business. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, right. Those same people say, I don't want government in my bedroom. I don't want government on my body. But you turn around and ask them to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can't you, you can't do both. Right. Like figure out the other aspect to get to that point. Don't have them pass a law to do that. Now, you know what? My thing is, like, I, I, I was fine. Right. With case law, Oberfell. Right. When it came to that, Oberfell was perfect. Right. It set up the interpretation right under the 14th Amendment, which basically used the loving decision as it's as it's backup. Right. This is what you got. It don't matter what you it, it didn't matter because of ethnicity with the loving. Right. With loving. You can't, it's unconstitutional. It's unconstitutional. To discriminate because of sex, right? I mean, I, I, I mean, I think civil rights, the Civil Rights Act, kind of solidified that too, right? You can't discriminate based on national origin, creed, race, or sex. But now we got to make it a law, right? Which goes into the other thing before we go go into um, go, go pay some bills here real quick. Um, the whole thing in right now going on in um, Tennessee. Right, right now in Tennessee, there is a um, it's fleeting my mind right now. I just had it on top of my head. I'm getting old. Um, Are you talking about the age law or well, yeah, well, or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, well, the, the, we had the age one already, right? We already we've had that conversation, right? Okay. Where well, because people don't understand. Oh, they can let kids marry at 14. No, a kid can't go get married at 14. A kid cannot enter a legally binding contract at 14. Right. And that, and again, that goes back to people not understanding contract law, the basics of contract law. You're not a legal. You can't not sign anything legal until you are 18. Children at 14 just can't run off and get married. And that's what people say. This is what the Tennessee legislature was doing. No, if the parents wanted their child to get married, they would have to sign the basically sign the contract for them to get married. And here's the thing: it's not a new concept. It's not. It's not nothing brand new. They did it during the Great Depression. That's kind of where it all started. You know, young women, 13, 14, getting pregnant, right? They'd marry them off to 17, 18-year-old, right? And that 17, 18-year-old went to war, didn't he? 
It's, it's not new. The people that they act like it's something new or it's like immoral. And it's like, mm, yeah, but you're asking for the government. <laughs> Again, you're asking for the government. <laughs> oh, man. People yeah, don't understand they don't need the government to say that something is bad or we shouldn't be able to do something. You don't need the government to ban what your children are looking at on social media, you could raise your children to not looking at something on social media. That, that's it. And just like you said at the beginning, right? Just like you said at the beginning of the half hour, right? Um, The, the first form uh, of any type of government you have in your life is the family unit, right? I mean, your, your family is the definition of a dictatorship. Ain't no democracy in a family. It is a dictatorship. And it's kind of funny how I hear all these people that are communist, right? They're communist, right? And they sit here. It's like, yeah, we're, I don't like fascism. Your parents were fascists. By default, your parents were fascists. Did they let you do anything you wanted to do all willy nilly? No. And if you did, what happened? Got your ass whooped. What? What's the difference? <laughs> Seriously, what's the it's difference? The <laughs> I mean, you you experience fascism at a very young age. You experience a dictatorship. Yet, I don't know many three year olds running a household on democracy. No, wait, let me, uh, Miss Nicole. I got to take that back because look, we hear cheering all the time. People say, "Well, little Timmy wants to choose. Um, uh, uh, he wants to be a girl." Wait a minute. Oh no! <laughs> wait, this is wait. So, so your house is a democracy. So your kid run your kid runs the things, right? Now that same parent will see them. Remember, remember, um, uh, Maury and Jenny Jones. You remember? Oh remember the yes. Shows? And what <laughs> what would be the main show? Two or three times a week. I'm scared of my nine year old because you set up a democracy in your house. You let that kid <laughs> run, you let that kid run and walk all over you all day long. And look, watch this, watch this, Mr. Cole. And this is going to be, it, I don't care how this comes out, right? And you wonder why a lot of the men don't hang around mannish ass children. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> did I say that out loud? Mm-hmm. You sure did. I'm just saying. I mean, if we're going to go there, I mean, that's what some of these women do. They say that kid, their sons are the man of their house and all kinds of other backward stuff. That's why I'm working to get us back to some mm. common sense order or everything. I mean, mm. because that's why everything is, is so crazy. No, I said it the other day. Someone talking about um, their child told them something and they followed their child's lead. Yeah, your child going to have you running right off a cliff because they're children. Yep. No, they follow your lead. You lead your household. The husband is the head and the wife is is right there behind him. And y'all getting y'all child and y'all supposed to be leading and guiding them. That's why they so confused right now and don't know what to do with mm-hmm. themselves because they don't have no guidance. Right. And, and, and for the and for the single mamas out there. Look, you, you uh, uh, unfortunately, under uh, whatever circumstance you found your found yourself in, you are not only the woman in the house, you're the man in the house, too, in the same aspect. You gotta care. You you have to carry that weight, right? For whatever reason, the guy was a flake or what what have you. You know, whatever the circumstances. I don't care what the circumstances, but at that point in time, you are the man and the woman of the house, and you can't relinquish any of that control to 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 uh, to to another child. You can't relinquish that because 
Then what happens, why, and, and we see this all the time in, in, in black Americanness, Nicole, right? The, like you said, um, the boys, the nine-year-old boy thinks he's the man of the house. He thinks he's just going to run up on any man that runs up in there. Wait a minute. Mm-mm. No, you ain't. You a child. I understand looking out for your mama, but at the same time, you a child. Right. And you need to stay in a child's place, not try to run some some 35 year old man like you running this house at 10 years old. Right. And unfortunately, Miss Nicole, and if I'm lying, I'm flying. And if I am, call me out for what it is. But you get these the, the, these managed 10 year olds that get out here and be fast in the streets. Hmm? Thinking they men and women at 10 years old in these streets, swinging gats like they professionals, huh? Am I lying? Nope. And then we have all these situations where people are going to go to government and say, somebody do something. Somebody do something. Hey, in in this particular instance, gun control. Hmm? Oh, Lord. Hmm? What? Look, look, y'all know how y'all know I call spade a spade for what it is, right? It, It just this is where we are. We got to pay some bills. When we come back, we're going to sit here and chill out with Miss Nicole for another 25 minutes and do the things. We're going to talk about marriage, government, and how we kick these mudsuckers out the way. So y'all sit back, get some cheese, wine, and crackers, and we'll be back here in five on Chasing Life, Liberty, and Monarchy. there could be a second leaker of classified documents. I'm Ann Carrick, Fox News. The report from the Wall Street Journal creating more questions for the Pentagon. Republican Congressman Mike Turner, chairman of the House Intelligence Committee on CBS's Face the Nation. From the 9-11 Commission, we learned that we needed to more widely disseminate classified information so that people had actionable intelligence that they could piece together puzzles. Clearly, we've gone too far. And where we have an instance where someone in Massachusetts who's looking at documents with respect to war plans in Ukraine. Senator Lindsey Graham on ABC's This Week. Some people need to be fired over this. The Journal saying a retired Navy petty officer used her clearance to steal information. The U.S. Embassy in Sudan says American citizens are strongly advised to remain indoors and shelter in place until further... Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. 
their notice as deadly infighting continues in Sudan's military-controlled government. The UN Secretary General is calling for an immediate end to the hostilities in Sudan, though both sides appear to be prepared for prolonged fighting. The World Food Program says three of their employees are among the dead, and we do know multiple civilians have been killed. The United States, Russia, and China have all issued similar statements urging military leaders to de-escalate the situation, but so far there is no indication the calls are working. Now, neighboring Egypt and South Sudan say they are working to try to mediate the situation, and they have offered their support to both sides to come to the table. So far, that is not working, and the region does fear the fighting could spread to all of Sudan. Fox's Trey Yankst. Scary moments at the Texas Capitol building in Austin with a bomb threat this afternoon. The Austin Police Department received a call from an unknown person claiming to have placed a pipe bomb at the Capitol. Troopers and explosive canine dogs searching the Capitol while people inside were evacuated. Texas DPS says so far nothing has been found. America's listening to Fox News. Tax forms can be like one-stop shops for ID thieves. It can be dangerously easy to steal your identity during tax season because so much sensitive info is together in one place. LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But this tax season, make sure your identity theft protection starts here. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com Fox. That's LifeLock.com Fox for 25% off. Maryland is stockpiling abortion pills while it can under the direction of Governor Wes Moore, the decision following the Supreme Court's temporary hold on banning the pill. Governor Moore on ABC's This Week. Maryland is going to be a state where we are going to protect reproductive health and reproductive rights. The pill, Mifepristone, was approved by the FDA more than 20 years ago. Recent legal challenges aim to have it banned at a federal level. New York State may ban foreign adversaries like China and Russia from buying farmland. Fox's Nate Foy. China owns over 380,000 acres of U.S. farmland, more than quadruple what it did 13 years ago. New York State Assemblyman Angelo Santa Barbara is the author of a new bill that would ban foreign adversaries from buying farmland in New York. We're seeing red and blue states enact or consider similar bans. Why is this a bipartisan issue? I think when you when it comes to national security, I think you know keeping our country safe, whether that is a spy balloon or buying up a farm like this. I think that you'll find that Americans want it to be a bipartisan issue. Right now, 16 states have bans in place, with 15 more considering one. Bans are being put in place with growing concerns about America's vulnerability and China's spying operations. For example, the recent balloon incident. NASCAR returns to the pavement today for the NOCO 400 at Martinsville Speedway. Fox's Tim McMaster has the recap. Kyle Larson was the heavy favorite to win on the dirt a week ago with his history of dirt dominance. It didn't happen when he wrecked late in the race. Today he was on a track he's never won at in Martinsville. What a comeback. Kyle Larson continues the Hendrick dominance at Martinsville. Larson's first ever win at Martinsville is the 28th for Hendrick's Motorsports, the most by any team on any track. It's two wins and three races for Larson as well. Joey Logano finished second. Martin Truex Jr. was third. I'm Ann Carrick. Do you want to know what's trending now? You can defer payments of a full NetSuite implementation for six months. No payments and no interest for six months. This is a big deal. NetSuite by Oracle has never made an offer like this in its 22 years as the leading cloud financial system. 
33,000 companies have already upgraded to NetSuite, gaining visibility and control over their financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more. Everything they need to reduce manual processes, boost efficiency, build forecasts, and increase productivity across every department. In fact, almost 90% of finance leaders agree that NetSuite helps them reduce manual data entry time. Whether your business generates millions or hundreds of millions of dollars, take advantage of this special financing offer of no payments or interest for six months at NetSuite.com slash Fox. That's NetSuite.com slash Fox. NetSuite.com slash Fox. Second half of Chasing Life, Liberty, and Minarchy. We're here with Miss Nicole Pinkston. We're talking about government and marriage. Um, and you know how we do. We, we talk solutions always in the second half of shows. We always talk solutions because that's what solves the problems. That's what solves the problems. So I'm just, I, I'm, I'm going to go to Miss Nicole because she's, she's, she's got all the answers. I, I, I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> But I don't know about all this. I got a little bit of something. But you got a little something. Uh-uh. I got a little something. I got a little something. So uh, I want to ask. So, so with 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 your with your um, your iconic media and the the outreach you're doing, concern you know surrounding marriage and relationships, things like that. Um, what what are what are one or, one or two of the biggest solutions you're you're offering people um, uh, through through uh, through what you do? Um, one, I'm offering daily content on our newsletter. Just some tips. Sometimes marriage just gets tough, and if you could just read something real quick, it helps you not see that you're alone going through whatever you're going through. And then upcoming in June, we're going to actually put on a 30 day e course class to actually give people even deeper tips and advice on how to actually understand that marriage is not as complicated as it may seem. And with these tools, you should be able to have a marriage that actually lasts a lifetime or more. All right, so, 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 so I, I, I guess, I guess my question at this point would be, um, what would, What 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 would be okay? Let me let me word it like this. What would be your number your your your, your number one piece of advice for people that are going that that are engaged, right, or considering getting married? What 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 do you, what, what do you say to those folks? Okay, my piece of advice is talk often. Know your spouse, know what they stand, get to know their mind, have a mindset of where you guys are going. I always tell um, couples or people who ask to have a vision and a purpose because that way you understand where you're wanting your marriage to go, like where y'all want to live, where y'all want to retire, what you're going through. So that way you don't have time to focus on the little stuff that might bother you because y'all trying to get somewhere y'all trying to make a certain dollar amount so y'all can retire early or y'all trying to put your kids in a certain school or y'all trying to live in a in a certain area or trying to travel a lot whatever y'all dreams and goals are 
um, you got to have a vision. And usually the husband is the one who leads that vision. And then the wife is the mate that actually helps foster that vision. And once you have that vision, you really don't have the time to be looking at other people or thinking about somebody making feel good today. You really don't got that kind of time because um, life is short. And when you're working towards a goal, you got to hit those numbers and you got to hit those added, you know, things that you're trying to get going on. I hope that I answered that. It's, it's, no, you're fine. So, so because cause here's, here's another thing that we see too, right? Um, especially especially with with men folk right mm-hmm. um men folk a lot of men folk deal with a lot of emotional you know emotional content daily right and and uh they have a tendency to you know hold their hold back their feelings right regardless of you know, they're, they're deep feelings, right? I mean, they can, they'll, they'll profess, right? That, you know, they, they love their woman or they like somebody, et cetera, et cetera. Right. But then when it gets to those, those deeper emotions, the, 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 the ones that hurt, um, you know, men have been programmed not to talk about those things, right? They just, by nature, they clam up because they, you know, they, they, they've been, They've been emasculated in in the social sphere, in the social space, right? And a lot. I mean, look, I, 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 I'm victim of that. I'm a man, right? I'll openly admit mm-hmm. that 100, percent right? Um, and you just get into this mode where it's like when you, when you deal with certain things, you just you just shut down. You, you're not, I don't want to say shut down, but it's more on the line of okay. I have to, I have to do it. It's like, it's like for me personally, it's that thing is I don't understand what I need to relay, right? Because I'm that analytical, right? I just can't blabber something out there and say, oh, blah, blah, blah. No, I need to understand what I'm going to present and what I'm saying. And sometimes it takes me a little bit to understand where that's coming from or you know what's what's the stimulus behind it so i can relay it and explain it without sounding like i'm in left field on a bullhorn right but some men completely all together just so i i think i i think my question should be what would be your advice to women folk when they're dealing with a man that that is kind of dealing with kind of dealing with that um well i would say personally because me and my husband are actually different and we actually were friends long before we actually ventured into any kind of romantic relationship so to get to your question i would venture to know the man you're dealing with and understand and have some grace that men are not built like us like women who have their fathers tend to be Uh, protected and and taught and and cuddled and we're we're encouraged and we're um we brought up under the safety net men are not designed like that i'm a, a combat veteran and men are more built for action and to be able to to push through those emotions so they can win wars and build homes and and things like that so the ax men didn't turn that off so that we can cuddle at night might not be the right answer. You have to actually understand that a man is not us, first of all. 
You guys are not going to just start turning on the waterworks and just, baby, I love you and all this, unless it's an R&B song. <laughs> so, so we have to be, my husband always, I ask him these questions because, you know, um, I'm in this and I want to be able to give advice for the husband and the wife. He says, sometimes we have unrealistic unreal, expectations. We want to build, I call it like build a bear. We want to build a man to be how we envision him to be instead of She's looking at the man we have and then figuring out together how we work with our individual personalities. You see what oh I'm saying? Oh my gosh. She said build a bear. I'm done. Yes. I'm done it's with like you right now. <laughs> this is the only way I can explain it. Like we have I a know, I get it. he need to be six foot tall. He need to be dark and handsome. He need to be da 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 da. And my dad always told me that, what if God send you this? Or what if God send you a guy with no legs? Or what if God send you somebody like this? What would you do? You know, my dad used to throw those strict questions at me and my sisters to see what our answers would be, because you never know who is going to be in your path. Like, I didn't notice my husband and people might call it friend zoning, whatever they might call it. But I didn't notice him at, at, at the time. And I was with someone else. And I'm glad that I didn't, because the person I was back then, I don't think it would have worked. And so we women, we tend to have all these lists and ideas and because of Disney and because of fairy tales and all the books we read, we think relationships work away. It don't work. And we have to tailor who like I, I always say I'm Mrs. Pinky because Pinky is my husband. You know, I have no idea if any other man would be cool with, <laughs> with this attitude and all this other stuff I got going on. But because he knows who I am and I know who he is, we tailor you know, our love and our relationship around who we are. And and I think women run up against men who are not giving them what they want because, first of all, people only do what they want to do, okay? So if he's not doing what you want him to do, something to me is missing there. Like, you are his woman. But he you also got to be careful not to hold against him his upbringing and things he's been through. Like, my husband didn't have parents together, so he never saw a healthy relationship. So I couldn't get married to him and just assume he knew how to be the best husband ever. You know, that's unfair. That's unrealistic. We had to actually grow into where we're at now. If you would ask me back at year one, nah, we was fighting and stuff. <laughs> Y'all so come from fighting in the, in the living room, huh? We're both, we're both, I'm, uh, the way he puts it is we're two alphas fighting each other. You know, alpha woman and alpha man. Some people think that that's, that's like a good match, but not really, not in the beginning. And But luckily we have my parents that would be like, girl, at least he coming home every night. You you got somebody to fight with because he, he not at the bar right now, you know. <laughs> and so yeah. you have elders and someone wiser than you tell you, like, this is real life versus what you think a marriage should look like. And that's why I created Iconic because I want to help people understand that it can happen if you if you live more realistically and understand who you're marrying to. Uh, I'm sorry if that was long-winded. No, no, you're fine. <laughs> but, you're you're yeah. exactly right. You're, 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 and I think I agree with that because, you know, we, we have to... We, we, we have to be able to, you know, grow individually and then grow together, right? You can't just grow together and stagnate on an individual level because then, yeah. you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Everything is invested in the intrapersonal and not the personal. Now you start running into problems. You start running into identity problems. Right. When you run into that. And I don't want to go down that vein because that's a very long vein too to run down into. Um, but 
you know, like you said, we have to understand, you know, how each other are built, right? And, and, and the whole love language thing, I get that and all that good stuff. I understand that stuff. Um, but I, I think it's getting to more of the core of the understanding part above, above, above the rest of that. So I, I want to, we got a couple minutes left. Um, you saw, you saw my, you saw my post on Facebook. I want to get to that one in a second. Cause that, that's an, that's an interesting one right there. Ooh. Right. Cause that one's interesting. So those of you that, that are on my Facebook, y'all have seen this already. If you haven't, you probably will, but I'm going to, and those of you that are not, well, I'm just going to put it on past you here. Right. There's a, uh, a Moroccan footballer that plays for uh, Paris Saint-Germain, right. Which is football over in Europe. Right. And, his wife is divorcing this guy, right? And the court told her he has no assets in his name. All his assets are in his mother's name. Makes for an interesting conversation because I know you saw the responses on my post. Mm-hmm. I was, I was. <laughs> I'm like, first and I read it and then you tagged me and then I read it again. I was like. This dude, oh my goodness. So I said he was really, I was thinking he was really smart and the court said that he, he had no assets and I'm thinking, well, maybe she might try to like garnish his current checks maybe, but she married him knowing he had assets with his mother. So I'm kind of Uh on on, like, girl, you didn't prepare yourself in case, you know. (laughs) But I also, <laughs> I never like to tell people to go in and they're married thinking about divorce. That's why prenups is such a, I'm going to have to work in my own brain and maybe talk to other people and see. Because I know people want to make sure they're good if the marriage fails. But I just don't like going into marriage with this thought process of divorce. I want people right. to be in a mindset, which is less than one of my course of marriage. That we're together, we're in this, and we're going to do this. But wow, he was like, you know what? Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. I'm going to do something. I'm rich and I I can't be mad at the bro for the game. I'm not never a hater of people playing games, especially when it comes to the government and courts. Yes. And I've always been saying about men who complain about the courts always doing them dirty is that I want to see y'all fight the courts. Like instead of getting mad at women because the courts are a certain way, like I don't have no power in the court. If the court let me do something, you know, that's on the court, you know, I know that doesn't sound right, but. That's no, no, it's calling a spade a spade, right? Because here's yeah. the thing, right? Here's the thing, right? And and and, and just just some of the comments that were that were in there. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, you're a misogynist, and then, oh, oh wait a minute, skirt, hold on a minute. Misogynist? What, Rod? Let me know. I'm about look, to lock. No, let me stop. Look, I'm sitting here. This, 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 this one gal like, was what? like, "You're just a misogynist," and here's the thing. Here's the funny thing, right? 
Here's the bombshell, everybody. Majority of those 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 derogatory comments were for rough were from quote unquote so called conservatives. Wait, huh? Yeah, hmm. Uh, you are really not trying to hold me, are y'all? <laughs> Look, listen, listen at what I'm saying, right? Listen at what I'm saying. Right. Listen, listen at what I'm saying, right? And I'm sitting here like, so now you're using their language and not thinking about what you're what what's actually happening here, right? Because look, she went into that marriage, right, knowing that he had nothing in his name. That's why you know what questions I was asking you in them comments. You know what uh-huh. I was doing with the I was like, wait, did she know first? She knew. She knew. She and I'm like, that you should we have to another athlete or <laughs> right. She right. She knew that his mother was power of attorney. Ooh. She knew this. That power of attorney, that one is not the one you want to try to Lord. So so the question is, what are you suing for? How are you a misogynist? Cause you telling her that she a good woman and she got it. She be all, she be all right. No, I didn't say it. I didn't comment on it. I'm just reading through the I comments and they were going back and forth. And I'm just like, I'm sitting here like, but Excuse the me. individual, right? Already had this set up way, way before, right? Mm. Way before they got married, right? I mean, the dude's making a million dollars a month. Mm. I, I, t- I mean, look. Footballers get paid. Even the 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 mid, the low the mid level footballers, especially if you're playing in playing in um uh uh, uh especially if you're playing the Premier League, right? If you're playing the Premier League, which is in England, right? You 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 play in Liga One, Liga One, uh, particularly or Bundesliga, right? You're getting paid, right? At least a quarter million a month. Basic contract. This guy's making a million a month. You hear, you hear what I'm saying? He's making mm-hmm. a million a month. So he needs someone to 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 manage his cash money. His mama manages cash money. Hmm. Well, they just probably mad because he found a loophole in the system. Somebody going to petition and mess that up for the rest of them that might try now. Yeah. Now, now, now here's the thing, right? Morally, is she entitled to anything? Conceptually, yes. But at yes. the same at, at the same time, right? And people are going to say I'm misogynistic for this, but this is just an open air question, right? For people to really sit back and think about this a second, right? What did she contribute to the marriage? You're making me think of an old Martin joke when he says she brought a sack or something to the relationship. Oh, geez, I know what you're talking about. 
<laughs> oh my God! You just did not go there. No, you you did you didn't. You I went, did, you, and I'm mad. Oh my, my God! There. You went there. But um, gosh, see if if she didn't marry him after if if this was something he pulled like two three years. After they were married, to be like, all right, I'm trying. He like making his escape, but she signed up for this girl. I'm trying. I'm having a hard time. The female lawyer is gonna be like, we don't know what to do for you, girl. Like, I don't know. Use his last name to build your company up or something. Like, right? Because here, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right? They got it married. How we feel emotionally right. about it. This right. is legal. We talking. Right. So, um. They got married in 2020, and here's the skinny. I didn't reveal any of this. Here's the skinny, right? Okay. They were married in 2020, right? And this it, this guy is facing sexual assault um, allegations, right? So his wife decided to, to file for divorce last month. They have two children together, okay, in, in, in all of this, okay? Um, here's the problem. Here, here's the problem I see in this, right? And I'm just, I, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna call a spade a spade, and this is kind of just leaning off of this whole marriage bit, right? But we have to understand, right? And this is the point I was trying to make with, 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 with quite a few people, right? Especially our, our Trump supporting friends, right? I said, y'all sat here and defended Donald Trump through all mm. these sexual assault allegations, mm. right? All of them. And and, and I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Rightfully so, right? Because you can't you can't say, oh, he did it, he did it. No, you got to wait and see for the facts to come out. Mm-hmm. Well, the the same people are hollering that, oh, he must have sexually assaulted her, uh, assaulted sexually assaulted that woman. That's why she's leaving. Wait, hold on, skirt. People have to understand when people are these high profile people get lied on all the time. They really do. They get lied on more than what you people think they do. That's why a lot of them, you don't see them out in public. You don't, you know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't see them doing like, you know, just it, not, not even in the community like they used to be in, so, in some cases because of the allegations. Oh, he brushed up against my nipple. I'm suing him for $200,000. Like people don't, people don't want to deal with that. Right? So, the, the, for people to say that she's divorcing him because of the sexual allegation, I think is very disingenuous, and, and, and it's a flip flop on people's principles that said that that's why she's doing it, right? But again, they have two children, right? So the children should be supported outright. Period. There's no way around that, right? Mm-hmm. Now the question is, when it, when when it. Oh wait, hold on a minute. I'm re- uh, hold on a minute. More is coming across my screen about this. Um, okay, no, no, it's not. No, it's not. Okay, I, I was kind of reading while I was talking to you at the same time. Um, in this article in the in the Arab uh, Arab Times, they're saying, unfortunately for the Spanish actress. Um, Hakimi protected his wealth better than any prenuptial contract could have. Uh, the Spanish actress, she's an actress, hmm, 
may actually have to cover the footballer's legal fees in their divorce because with nothing to his oh, name, mother. she is worth more than him. Wow. Damn. Talking about, wow. Oh, my goodness. That's what I was talking to you and asking you these questions because it don't matter if we think it's misogynistic or not when it comes to the law. That's why I keep saying about uncoupling and politics from marriage is very difficult and almost impossible. Man, oh, man. And she walked into this knowing that he did this. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and, and 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 here's the other piece too. And here's the other piece we have to think about too when we're when we're talking about this, right? Again, w- people want to apply the American standard. Yeah. True. Right. And and and, and mind you, right? This guy, this footballer, he's Moroccan. Okay. Right. He, he's he's a Moroccan guy, right? So, which automatically puts you know it's a whole different ethnic group and how they act. So, we can't impose what we believe in Western culture to be moral and apply it to them, right? That's unfair. That you know what I mean. That that's kind of like it's the same argument that we talk about all the time, right? Where you can't apply the definition of racism today to yesteryear. Speaking of the founders, right? We can't apply that. And the same applies here. We can't apply the same thing across the board because we live a, in a different type of culture than they do. And it will be very imperialistic of us to imply that or impose that upon them and for, and, force, and force that hand, right? So this is going to be interesting to watch, right? But this is one of these, one of these things like in Western culture, yes, he would be shunned 100% mm-hmm. would be shunned <laughs> for, for what he did. Ooh. Right, and, and and a court would hold him to account, but it's it's a good exercise, right? This case right here is a good exercise to understand the extent of government and how far people will go to keep government out of their business. Yes, that's the key that we really need to key on, right? How far would people go to keep government out of their business and let him? Who said he's not going to sort his sort sort his affairs out with her on a personal level? Who says he's not? Right? Who's alluding to that? Right? You should, you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of things potentially in play here, right? And it just it's a good it's a good mental exercise, like I said, for people to understand like how much government is actually dictated to us and how we should act right and how we should put our private life on public display right for everybody to see i thought we had the right to privacy Mm. i thought your your marriage quote unquote to individuals have a right to privacy you're shielded but yet at the same time you got to expose your personal dealings in your relationship to the public, which is you no know, the court, the government, so they can decide on who's owed what and how. Hmm. Well, he so, might be dragged publicly in the public opinion, but I can't. That was a smart move. No, I, no, yeah, hey, look, 
I, I, I'm saying for 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 all my diehard minarchist friends out here, right? This was this 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 was this was the move to keep government out of your business. This was the move. Now, if he now if he does the right thing and says, "Hey, you know what? I'm gonna shoot you, you know, a quarter million a year, you know what I'm saying for the next five years, six years, cool, right? Let's settle that between us. Let's don't have the government settle it for us because we know how governments do." Right. When it especially when it comes to family law. Right. We know how they do. The men always get the short end of the stick. Child support, alimony. Right. Child custody. They always get the short end of the stick. And that's another thing that's potentially in play here, too. Right. There's so many. And, and I don't I, I don't mean to sound like I'm speculating, but we, we go by the, 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 the legal systems of the world. Right. And the men always get the short end of the stick. In, 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 in a lot of these things, right? And that's why men like like, like Hakimi do, do things like, like they do. Yeah, to us, again, right, in the Western world, it sounds very under, underhandedly, right? But I understand it. Personally, I would never do anything like that, personally. But I do understand where that comes from. You know, morally, I could never do it. It's not fair. But again, this is where people, how far people will go to keep the government out of their business and have the wherewithal to set their own personal affairs outside of a courtroom, outside of government. You got any last words, Miss Pinky? Uh, no, I just want to tell people that if they want to have iconic marriage, they, they can. And it's possible if you're willing to do the work. I don't have anything uh, else to say, but if you are ready to um, see what we got going on, you can visit MrsPinkyThoughts.Substack.com and check us out over there. That's it, y'all. 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 Y'all heard of Miss Pinky's thoughts at Substacks.com. Make sure y'all <laughs> check it. Check out Miss Pinky. Check it out, and we'll have the link in the show notes for you. So y'all can go click and click and go check that out. The things they doing over at the iconic. Um, appreciate you, Miss Pinky, for coming on, having this little conversation with us here, real quick. Um, and as we always say over here, we got to get government out of our way to be get, to be to have real and true progress, not the government's version of progressivism. Our own progress is dependent upon us as individuals to do what we do best and what's best for ourselves. So until next time, everybody, you already know, be here on Monday for what the hell. And we're going to probably hit some pieces of legislation if anything's viable. They haven't been doing much in Congress. So I don't know how much is actually out there, but we'll see. We'll see. But we do have a, a Senate bill coming out of Washington House that, that, that was passed the Senate the other day that basically allows the state to kidnap your children we're gonna hit that for show so hey be here tomorrow night what the hill 9 30 p.m eastern until next time life love liberty and happiness peace thanks for listening to the southern liberty podcast if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast please share it with others post about it on social media Subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.bpmg.us or leave a rating and review on iTunes. To catch all the latest from Roderick, 
You can follow him on social media at manofjustice007. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.